You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Finally here, my heart is racing a million miles per minute because it is the finale of the game, Season 7, Episode 10, called The Birth and Vows Episode. I am your host, Fallon Mercedes. You are watching the after show on AfterBuzz TV, and I'm here for the last time with my lovely co-host. I'm going to miss you guys. I am. I was going to say, my heart is racing a million miles per minute, too, because I'm sitting next to two of my favorite women. Hi! In the world. Kevin's And that's the truth. Where can we find you, Kevin? Right. Um, You can find me social media, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you meant literally. You can find (laughs) me social... (laughs) That's a whole other question. Social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn or on my website, it's KevinJohn.com. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MegScoop, like scoop of ice cream. And look at that beautiful skin. Thank mm, you, honey. I'm glowing. I got on my porty hair today. <laughs> Happy you birthday, Meg. Meg had Thank a birthday. You. We're not going to say how old she turned, but it is a <laughs> one of the special ones. Yes. Thank there you. you. Oh, that's so nice. But more importantly, have you guys been watching Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen? I have. I, I have. That okay. show is off the chain. Matter of fact, you guys should actually check it in as well. If you have not had the opportunity to check it out, please make sure that you go to um, your local listings. It is comes on Tuesday at 10 p.m. on Oxygen. And believe me, you're going to be blown away. And if I didn't say this already, which I don't think I did, Maria Menounos is the one that's responsible for this studio that we're in. Yes. She's the reason that we can give you this after show week in and week out. And um, she also has her boyfriend, Kevin Undergaro, um, on the show as well. They're an amazing couple, and the both of them together put AfterBuzz TV up. So please support them. Yes. Please By do. supporting them, you're supporting us here at Every AfterBuzz Tuesday TV. on Oxygen at 10 p.m. Yeah. All right. So Brandon and Ashley, our other co-hosts, could not make it today. We're going to miss them. And I hope they watched it because there is so much to talk about. Oh, and we also have to talk about Jay. Jay couldn't, Jay Ellis, who plays Blue, could not yeah. make it today. He, he sends his apologies, but he really tried, but had some stuff come up. So yes, he's not joining us today. He had a he wedding with Kira in he, Vegas. But yeah, so as we see, he went to exactly. Vegas and yeah. left us hanging. Yeah. And there was other people who were left hanging in this episode. Oh, child! But let's let's Ooh. start off with Miss Tasha. We see last episode end with Tasha going into birth and Titi saved the day. It's crazy because we almost see him commit suicide. Mm. And then he had to step up for Miss Tasha and drive her to the hospital so she could deliver this baby. What was going through both of you guys' minds when Tasha's in labor, when Titi's in his cluck... What, what is Cluck it? Cluck truck. truck. Yes. Um, and, you know, driving through the streets trying to rush it to the hospital. I knew that was a recipe for drama. 
right drama and more drama and we got a lot of that as you can see at the stoplight with all the protesters the angry mob the salmonella mob the salmonella said. yeah there's yes. no mob crazier than a salmonella mob <laughs> right. i'm telling you they are like really you're gonna we'll walk the streets and just see his cluck truck right yeah. i personally wasn't really feeling that piece of the episode but i guess it was good to kind of make it more intense and have some suspense before she goes into the delivery room which you know we already know that that it's kind of up in the air who the father is. So when she gets into the delivery room, not only we have another wedding going on that people are going to miss that she's missing. We have um, her baby daddy situation. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. So there's drama all over this episode. Right. So she gets to the hospital and Blue and Kira rush to the hospital. Um, Kelly's by her side. Jason comes to the hospital and they get to the vending machine, both Blue and Kira, and they're still fighting. They're still going back and forth. And it's just like, I personally had enough. I've had enough. Jason makes a suggestion. You know, he, to me, is like a typical grooms, uh, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, groomsman. He's yeah. kind of like, don't get married. This is horrible. Not for a groom, though. I would feel like as a groom, you shouldn't be giving advice not for people well, to get married. It, and- it depends on the grooms. Okay, so I have a question, though. So when he said that, did you guys foreshadow him saying that he did not want to marry Chardonnay? Is that What vibe did you get when he said not that? Not at all. I just got the vibe, oh, I have to do this for my wife. I have to give her a real wedding. Like, that's how, there. to me, it wasn't a light bulb didn't go off for me and usually I could pick up on that I think he just kind of it it glazed over us because it seemed like it was all for her the whole time you know he wasn't really partaking in the wedding planning it was for her for her so I just didn't think much of it yeah for me uh, i felt that it was actually a premonition of what was going to come because really no, no you didn't you were surprised I, just like right. the rest of us no, Please, not, we're all in there without mouth shame the devil tell like, the truth shame the devil tell the truth y'all really gonna put try to put me on blast yes. like that yeah i y'all's mouth hit the ga- uh, ground and y'all were gasping when y'all saw that happen i was just like okay i'm uh, you know i knew it was going his heart was never in it and not just with the whole what? planning the wedding thing but his heart just was not in it. You kind of saw it so from him. So why did last- he propose to her again after he cheated? Right. That's what I don't get. To He's re- going to fake a car accident. Yes, right. I'm going to cut you off. But she- fake a car accident. Then go ahead and buy this expensive ring. We all know okay. Jason Pitts is cheap. Okay. He's going to use this big expensive <laughs> ring, throw this big expensive wedding to have cold feet at the end. I personally feel like he should have pulled her aside before making her walk down the aisle. But it seems like he had an epiphany, you know, Found while it. he was... Yes. Kevin. If he would have pulled her aside and said that, it wouldn't have made great TV. It is a TV <laughs> show after all, okay? You kind of have to have the cliffhanger there. But but no, I I, I, I I hear you on everything you're saying, Fallon. I think there's a lot of validity to that. But... At the at the end of the day, he had to right his wrongs from the cheating incident, and a lot of times men feel that we do have to, um, you know, we we have to mend those uh, broken promises or whatever the hell went wrong. Right. And I think he just did that to make himself feel better about the situation. Right. Which I guess was kind of a backfire because he ultimately broke her heart. My heart still hurts right now. I, I right. Talking about for, it for Chardonnay. My heart is like bleeding for her because Seriously. she was so genuine. Her vows were so genuine. But I will say this: sometimes people will throw money at a situation when they think that that. Like he, he probably had always felt a little bit like this. And now that we see that he always was in love with Kelly, he probably was like, you know, I feel so bad because Chardonnay is such a sweet person. Mm-hmm. She does have a pure heart. She does love me genuinely. Yeah. And here I am stringing her along. So let me throw my money at her. Let me throw all this stuff at her. 
her. So, she, you know, because I feel bad for the things that I've done. You know what? I don't think he was stringing her along. I think he was trying to convince himself in the That's meantime. What I'm yeah, That's like what I'm I, saying. I think it, it's hard because I think sometimes you can love somebody and not be in love with them. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think he I agree. genuinely loved Chardonnay for... You know, he said he was a mess and he was a mess. And I think he picked up the pieces. She picked up the pieces of Jason Pitts. But when Kelly came back in town, it was kind of like, this is the original owner of these pieces. This is where my heart belongs. Chad, uh, Kelly, go, go somewhere. I think that happens in love. Like, you know, especially in marriages, like, when you have children together, when you've been married for a long time, like it just, that's where it is. And for Chardonnay, I'm happy. I don't like how it happens, but in a way it's like you're set free too. Now you can go find a man who is truly in love with you. And I karate chop your face, Fallon. I karate chop you. Really? <laughs> so you would rather have, no, let no, me no, karate no. chop your neck for <laughs> even saying that because you would rather have Chardonnay married to a man no. that doesn't love her. She, she, no, she what I'm saying is this. I think it's just messed up how it all happened because the entire season, Jason was showing how much he loved Chardonnay. Every single time we got up here on this panel and talked about it, we were talking about Jason but loves this that's girl. The thing. She's changed him. He, he loves her, but he is not in love, love with her. Okay, so my thing is this. Why writers did y'all wait to the last episode to show us that Jason loved her but wasn't in love with her? I'm like y'all can foreshadow and see episode like two or something. Yeah, wow, you you really called out the writers there. I right? did. Um, no, but this, this but is she, good for us because thing, we were so bored. This, we were. I'm I'm I think just the exci- the most I'm excited right. we've been yes, after a show exactly. this whole season. So yes. that, that adjusts to something. I'm but just like, why y'all me... do Chardonnay like that? <laughs> what I'm not excited her. about. I'm not see, excited about Blue let's... and Kira. Oh, but wait, hold on. Wait till we fit. Uh, we gonna get there in a second. You see, this this is the problem. Okay, back to what just happened. Okay, see, this is the problem. Men do something wrong. Women want something to make up for it. Nine out of ten times, that's monetary or materialistic. And women have to understand that you cannot always be satisfied by money bringing the answer for whatever your issue is. You need love and love doesn't cost anything. Love doesn't cost an extravagant wedding with your dream wedding with everything that was there. At the end of the day, she needed to make sure that he loved her genuinely, not that he was going to break bread to give her the perfect wedding. But he does love her. He's just not in love with her. That's well, excuse me, in love with her. And I don't think throughout this whole thing, a lot of times the women get clouded with, oh, the wedding is going to be this, it's going to be that, and all this other stuff. And she did not check to make sure that the marriage was in line. And I'm not blaming it on her. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming it on her. It, it, he obviously was the, the, the antagonist here. But I do feel that less time should have been spent on the wedding and more sewing into the relationship. You know what, Kevin? I do agree with you. I think we can be in love with love more than our situation at hand. Sometimes we want the perfect wedding. We want our, you know, the things that weren't right in the relationship. (laughs) Bless you. you. God bless you. I'm sorry. I told you I'm a little... To be, to be right yeah. in the relationship where sometimes we can't even see what the relationship really is at face value. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how, like... I, I agree with you, Megan. We did not see the signs earlier other than he kissed her, um, his ex-wife. But there wasn't, there wasn't, for me, there was, I feel like there should have been more signs, like, while she was planning that would make you think, like, oh, Jason's really not. Right. Maybe, like, a text message to his wife, his ex-wife, like, oh, I'm about to get married and... 
it just made me think of you. And like even before they got married, him seeing Kelly talk to Chardonnay, I took it as, oh, wow, he really loves that Kelly can condone this and bless it. And now I can move on and love my new wife. Right. It didn't seem like, damn, I really love Kelly and I want to be back with her. I didn't get, I didn't right. get that vibe. And I will tell you, all throughout the I season, saw this I never, coming. now you didn't. I saw, I saw lie. this coming. Exactly. I, I saw this coming <laughs> okay, from a mile away. Whatever. You wait, 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 we need to call Phil no. in the screening right. room. I need a shot of Kevin's face. Right. Because <laughs> it was, was no, just like ours. Your job was on the floor. I was emotionless. I knew this was happening. This was so obvious. Let's go back to predictions. I'm just saying. But, but I, think that, I don't think that there was ever a time in this season where even though you were saying like sometimes we can be so much in love with the idea of love that we put that before an actual long-term marriage. Yeah. I don't think this was the case with Chardonnay. I don't think she put more into her wedding than she ever put into her relationship. I truly believe she was sideswiped. I truly believe she did not know. And this came out of nowhere because everything Jason showed us was that he was a different man and that she showed him a different side of love and that it was going to be different. So I, I I don't blame her for this. I don't. She wasn't sideswiped. The, he the, deserved the proof, that. No, no, slap. listen. The proof was in the pudding. You saw what he did. He had transgressions with Kelly just what five or six episodes ago. That's not something you just ignore and say, okay, throw me a dream wedding. I'll forget all about. No, hell nah. no. That was as a transparent a mistake that you could have made. And as a woman, she should have been hip to that, aware of that, and been like, look. This is something that can be a potential uh, issue. Maybe there's still feelings involved. I mean, I'm, I, I, and I'm just saying, I think that all of that was ignored because of this extravagant wedding that he was proposed, you know, that, that he did for her in order to to wrong his rights. But so Kevin, once a cheater, always a cheater. You're saying you shouldn't forgive that cheater. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you cheat with a woman that you've been married to for an extensive period of time and conceived a child with that same woman, that to me is not just any kind of cheating. There's something there, okay? Whether it's feelings, emotions, love, there's something there. It's not like he just ran off with a prostitute and slept with her for one night and that was that. Watch your okay, mouth. So, this, <laughs> this was something serious. His feelings were involved and I think no. that Chardonnay should have been cognizant of that and took note of that. Okay, so then what do you think she should have done? I'm saying that, first of all, I think they may should have went to couples counseling or something of that sort. So, therefore, they can put everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you go to couples counseling, they make right. you reveal everything yeah. that's deep in there. And I think some of these issues would have been brought, brought forth. Yeah. And I think that because of the money and the extravagant wedding, that was used to kind of just ignore. So, you're or, covering up the problem instead of really working out the problem to see if, you yeah. know, it, it was putting a Band-Aid over a situation instead of... Figuring exactly. it out what it really was. I, I, I agree with and, you. And let Kevin. me say, let me be clear. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I, I hope I'm not coming off by saying it's Chardonnay's fault. She should have seen this coming, but my, my nose is necessary. No one should have to endure what she had to. Okay. Um, and, and that was not her fault, but I do feel that she did ignore some serious warning signs yeah. slash red flags that were there, um, because of the wedding and that just covered it up. I think I, as women kind of, that's, that's what sometimes our down, downfall is, is that, we want to love and we want to forgive and we want to think the best of you and we want to believe what you're saying. So I think for Chardonnay, she wanted to believe that it was a mistake and she wanted to believe he really wanted to only be with her. And I think you're right. Sometimes you need real downtime. I know she had a little bit of downtime, but maybe she needed to 
pray a little harder on the situation. It just makes me sad because to see Chardonnay's face as she's walking away after she punch it, which by the way that looked like a real punch to Jason I think it was a slap that. you saw well his it was a oh, it, it looked like a punch slap it looked like a punch slap whatever that is but you can see his like lip like there was like a little Quiver. shake afterwards I, I think felt I was, it too I was I, like I ooh right? yeah. he deserved to slap him I, right. I oh she deserved oh yeah. that was I feel like she well should have gave more of a harder like I want to knock you out punch I don't think that was hard enough okay like not, I feel like his face should have been red well, I'm sure it was after all the takes they had and to do. Right? She had to hit him. Exactly. They but, showed that. But I, but this, I think that's the worst thing as a woman is like on your wedding day. My heart wedding just day hurts like, right now. Like as a little girl, that's what you but dream she, of. And so to think that on my wedding day, here I am giving my vows, walking down the aisle to Mary J. Blige in front of God, doing this two step in front <laughs> of my friends. <laughs> right. Like this is what she wanted, but like she had everything. It, the day had already been horrible because of all the stuff that transpired. And then here you are pouring your heart out to this man. Only for him to tell you that he's in love with a woman who he kissed before, like that is embarrassing, and it's so sad how she walked out. You that know, was, you know what I fe- feel even worse about is that Chardonnay was so genuine that she invited Kelly to the wedding, right? Like, so you open up your heart and you say, you know what, I'm going to invite the ex-wife because that's the mother of his child, and technically we're all going to be family, and then he leaves you for that woman. Mm-mm. But at the, like yes. like I said, uh, at, at the end of the day, you can't ignore what's right in front of you. You know, yeah. it's it, you just can't ignore what's right in front of you. And I was going to say to either of you guys, Fallon or Megan, if you were in the same situation as Chardonnay, and you were with with married to somebody who had a history with a woman ex wife for an extensive period of time, and you found out he was cheating on you, how would you guys respond to it? Oh, you can't talk to her no more. Sorry. So you would tell him. Except in my presence. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. So then do you think it's wrong then that Chardonnay just opened her arms to Kelly and accepted her back? No, I don't think it's wrong because I think she's a very forgiving and and that shows her heart. Mm -hmm. And I think a very loving and forgiving person to the point where she will allow her husband's Mm -hmm. ex-wife, the one he had a transgression with, still be allowed to be in her wedding because Mm -hmm. she's like, we're still family. That's love. And the thing is, is that the truth is going to come to light eventually. And I feel like Chardonnay did what was right eventually whether it was on the wedding day or it was later on if those feelings were there they're gonna come out later so maybe it's better that it's done in such a drastic way so chardonnay now can open our eyes and never go back sometimes that's what we need sometimes we need a you know because in her mind she's probably thinking oh they just kissed in the hotel that's what he told me he apologized you know (sighs) now he showed you his true colors when a man can deny you at your wedding and in front of all your loved ones and you ain't going back to that because right. a woman has some pride. Like you How are not you doing that. How much you want to bet next season Chardonnay and Jason get back together? I, 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 I bet you know, Chardonnay. No, 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 no. We don't talk uh, about that in predictions because uh, I have a prediction for that. Right I won't let her. I'll call the writers and be right. like, uh-uh, you ain't embarrassing my girl. You know already. You hear that, Kitty Smith? <laughs> let us know what you think. Make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. It's really easy. Just search After Buzz TV The Game and you'll see our icon. Click subscribe. It's free. Tell your friends your friends friends give us five stars because if you do that that allows us to continue to do these recaps about the game that we absolutely love and make sure you watch us on our youtube um, channel and 
give us your comments. Give us your likes. Let us know what you think about this recap, about this episode, about the finale. Are you as like as surprised as we were? Or did you see this coming? Let us know. And also for all of you guys who have responded to us on YouTube, we have a comment here um, from Seymour. <sighs> Seymour says, I hope that Kelly and Jason get back together. I should karate chop you in the face too, Seymour, because you put it in the atmosphere. <laughs> And now, now look what what might happen. Seymour just Seymour just put out there what was inevitable. Whatever. Right? I'm just that's all I'm saying. I'm just hating because I'm such a fan of Team Chardonnay. Yeah, what was not um, obvious was who the father was going to be. We were kind of up in the air. Yeah. Now we see Pookie um, coming to. <laughs> I know that was Ashley. Ashley said TT. He's a godfather. TT's a godfather. I do believe. I'm glad that he is a godfather. I think he'll be a good godfather for baby Kai. And I think he needed some reason to live. I feel like after that whole salmonella, yeah, he needed purpose in his life. And now to be a godfather, to be a leader, an example to a child, especially you know a little girl. I think. Um. I think now he's he's gonna he's gonna be more confident in himself. Yes. And I wish Brandon was here because I'd be like, oh, I told you I knew that baby was Pookie's. Uh, <laughs> I wanted the baby to always be Pookie's. You know what? I feel like they have such a history together right. and they really love each other. And, you know, as cute as Rick Fox was, he just, <laughs> he was a little too light, airheaded, light, whatever right, you call it for airy. me. He just, yeah, he just wasn't all there for me. And I feel like Tasha is such a strong, dominant woman. She needs somebody who can have that, you know, not just a physical connection, but like a soul connection. And I didn't see that with, and t- right. And I don't, I honestly don't see him being a good father to a child. I could see him just playing basketball with the little girl. And that's about <laughs> it. Like I, I don't see. I don't know. After I saw Rick Fox doing that, horrendous stand-up comedy whenever that was I, I was like he better not have anything to do with the child he, he lost my vote for being father after that yeah, that was that, that was pretty bad right and I, and I think Pookie has the right balance to check Tasha which I don't think Rick Fox ever had yeah oh, my heart hurts in that situation too just Why? thinking about it because it's just like they went through so much and then you know Pookie uh, my heart goes out to him he got cheated on now he's having this baby and he's getting these calls and these texts and it's like he don't want to man up because he he don't even know if he's the man of, you know, he yeah. don't, doesn't know if he's the father. So then for him to find out he's the father and it's just like, dang, in his mind, he's probably thinking like, you know, I could have been there at the Lamaze classes. I could have been there through the pregnancy. Right. I could have picked out a name. Yeah. You know, TT had to name the baby. <laughs> right. You know, you have another guy naming your baby. It's already bad enough. You didn't know who the other, if the other guy was the father of the baby or right, not. Right. So my heart goes out to him. And shout out to that DNA test that was so fast. Five minutes. <laughs> Quick Man, DNA. Was that the express? <laughs> DNA, I don't know. The accelerated it a, version? It was the, the reality show TV DNA. Right, right. Test. We get it. We get Mari, it. The Mari Povich, yeah. Exactly. We needed, you can't close out this season without knowing who the father is for sure. So I do. <sighs> so I understand why, writers, you had to speed up the DNA process, mm-hmm. but clearly a couple hours. So we've hours. seen a lot of breakups. One, I guess, potential couple that's getting back together. Um, well, actually, there was another one. Blue and Kira. That's, that, that surprised me, but not in a good way. It didn't make my heart speed up. It didn't. It did nothing for me. I think it's going to be a train wreck because, first of all, Kira's selfish. We see that over and over again. Wait, and wait, it's wait. becoming way, way more apparent because. Oh. Well, oh. I know you said she's selfish, but it looked as though when she approached Blue that she was going to tell him. I don't know if you guys caught that. That she was going to tell him, you know, I've been thinking about it. And he goes, oh, maybe we should break up. She was like, what are you talking about? I don't want to break up. To me, she looked like she was going to say, I'm going to stay. What do you mean? Stay where? 
She's not going to go to Miami. Oh, but I mean, okay. So for me, <laughs> I was just like, oh, here's a part and here is life where she's not selfish anymore. Oh, uh, well, you didn't no, feel I didn't, that? No, Fallon no, I didn't basically said she was going to sacrifice her work. Yeah, to make the, I, I, don't, I didn't get that vibe from no. her. I, did I you still, catch that? Did you I, feel like she was well, going to say that? I already knew what was about to happen. Because you just know marriage. everything, That was right? so obvious. Yeah. That was so... Kevin, whatever, Kevin. He thinks he's a liar. Like over here. Kevin is uh, I was joking that time, all right? No one saw that coming. I thought they were going <laughs> to... I thought they were going to split up, but I, I 100% agree with Fallon on it. Like a, a moment like that should have been like your heart should have been bleeding and not bleeding in a like, bad I way. Didn't cry. But like I cry. Like there was no tear. My eyes were dry. Some, right. You should have felt some sentimental connection yeah. to it. And I was just like, are you serious? Like when that yeah, happened, yeah. like it was just like, bleh. like it just was. Not- Do you think they're going to write them off? No, I don't think they're going to get written off, but I think what's going to happen is... go to Vegas is, and never come back. No, I think, I think we're going to see the truth about... Which I said, I think Kira is very, very selfish. She is going... This is going to be a train wreck of a marriage. They're going to go get married. And it's going to be horrible because she never really wanted to get married except for the thought of getting married. She doesn't want to put in the work to get married because clearly you see one of the things that you do in marriage is a partnership. You just don't go run off and go do a movie because you it's going to be good for your career. You at least consult your significant other and talk to them about it yeah. and say, is this the best thing for us? She didn't have that conversation. So if you're not, if you're not in that mindset, how yeah. then it's not a light switch that just gets flipped on and all of a sudden you're in that mindset. Mm-hmm. That's a mindset that you have to practice. And mm-hmm. because she's never been there, we're going to see how horrible this marriage is. But I'll tell you also, um, you know, sometimes you grow together. I think majority of the time you grow together. I think going from being single and her not really having relationships previously, I feel like they'll grow together and I feel like, I, I don't know. I, I, I like young love. I like, you know, I, I like that kind of happy ending at a young age. I feel like there's something beautiful about that. You know, they're not going to be tainted later on and have all this, you know, kind of animosity about relationships later on. I think this might be a good thing, but I think it will be boring. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over it. Right. On to the next topic of this. No, no, no. But I, what I will say is that, um, I, about these two, I'm glad, A, that the writers spiced it up a little bit because the whole season we were a little bit bored with them. Really bored. Yeah, we were bored. So this was exciting and fun with this couple. Um, I also don't think that it's, it's, I don't know if, if I, I don't know if this is the right route to take with them, but I do understand why they couldn't have them break up again because that's the exact same way that they ended last season. Yeah, and it just would have so been. So it's like, yeah. okay, well, you know they can't do that this season. They're going to have to stay together. So obviously if they stay together, what's the next step? Exactly. I, I 100% do not think they're going to stay together. I think that, that again, no, I'm saying gonna... stay together, like for the, to f- finish out the season because the last season. They, oh, did they broke they, up in Yeah, the, they broke up at the very last episode. The emergency so. room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, obviously they wanted to stick them together, but I don't think anyone believes for a second that Kira and Blue are really going to. Very, very, get, yeah, like you yeah. Said, very young. I, I'm not feeling that. I, 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 I'm not really feeling their relationship. They're, they're really? coupling. I, I'm not. Right. And how are you going to make it about y'all? And it's clearly Chardonnay and Jason's day. Yeah, I'm mad. Was anyone else mad that they just bounced the wedding? Right. That's like, rude. You should have at least said something, especially yeah. when you're somebody's bridesmaid. That's rude. Very yeah. rude. Kevin, you seem to have all these great predictions <laughs> and know everything that's going on. Did you predict that Malik and Yana were going to break up? Yeah. The reason I predicted that. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. The reason I predicted that Kevin, was for one of come two, back down. I, we have to pull you back down. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like that. Um, where's my, 
global ball or what are those psychics? Whatever. Crystal right. ball. Crystal ball. Thank you. Disco ball. <laughs> but anyways, no, you know, the reason I thought that they were going to split up is because Malik, he's never, at least from what I've seen um, from his character, he's never really liked someone controlling him or someone playing a um, Telling him what a, to a do. significant role to the point where it can come off a little dominant at times. Like he's yeah. very, very strong in his ways. And I could, I, I already knew because the trainer, she was obviously looking out for his best interest and she right. wanted him, she didn't want him to go back prematurely mm-hmm. and then end up permanently damaging himself. So I understood her role, but Malik's the kind of person, he, he, he's best on his own. Like mm-hmm. he's, he just feels that I just see his character as this person in solitude that just works better, not, do, you know, being tied down with relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would, I don't think his character would do much justice if he was with the woman the whole time the next episode because you got to let Malik just be Malik. I think mm-hmm. that's what the thing that makes him unique. He's not a lover. He's a fighter and a football player. I beg to differ. Well, please, you could, <laughs> you could beg whatever you want. Well, I think we see that Malik has the capacity to love somebody. He can truly love someone. He's, he that sees what love. it's like. I think he does love the girl, but he is still selfish. There's, mm-hmm. there's, Something about his character that is selfish, but I do believe that that's something that can be worked on and fixed and written differently for next season so that he can be a non-selfish person because this girl, you know, I give it to them because I will say I was the biggest Yana and Malik hater. I didn't like them together, but now I see that Yana is really down for the cause. But she don't want to be one of his boys. She don't want to be part part of of the the crew. crew. But she shouldn't have to be. She She shouldn't. I agree with you. Queen, and she should be his queen, and he should treat her as such instead of treating her like you part of my crew. You're you do what I say. I make that's the thing that's wrong with Malik. Malik was so cool with her and he doesn't get it he doesn't get he thinks he doesn't know anything else he he knows i guess you know groupies or he knows you're on my team he doesn't know how to put a woman on a pedestal that he's in love with he He doesn't doesn't, he doesn't know how to to have a partner i'll say that being a quarterback of a team look at the example he has with his mother she okay. don't even know who the baby is. And it's like, so it's like, you know, that's the example he has set for him. So you think that when, affects him as a man at whatever, 28 years old? Absolutely. Okay. If you've never had a good example of marriage set for you growing up, even in adulthood, mm-hmm. then that's not to say that you're going to be ignorant or uninformed on how to make a marriage prosper and work. But, you know, if you, if you've never had that example of how to love someone mm-hmm. unconditionally, then it's going to be difficult, especially if you're a male. You know, it's, it's you kind of need that, you know. It's harder. Yeah, it's, it's a lot I, harder. I agree with that. So, you know, I, I think the example that's been set for him has been terrible. I'm not blaming it because we both said he is a grown man. Right. But um, I do think that has been detrimental to his growth as a lover. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, un- un- unfortunately, it took its toll on Yana. But another thing I was going to say, too, is that see, the problem sometimes is women sometimes think they can change a man. You know, and I think that's great. No, serious. I I think that is a huge problem. You know, women will see a man as a project and say, okay, I'm going to fix this, work this out, put this clink on, Mm -hmm. and then he's going to come out the shop ready the way I want him to. 
And you can saw it from the very beginning when him and Yana were going back and forth, right? When they met, I'm sure in her head, she was thinking, oh, I'm going to change him. Not just physically, on um, you know, with physical therapy, mm-hmm. but also, you know, emotionally as well. And it's just not going to happen. You can't do that. I think as women, we, we see men's potential. And, you know, this can be for Yana too. She's seen his potential to rehab and to come back still as a great player. And she probably seen the potential that you know he has in a man as a lover as a friend and that's what we do we see potential and we hope and we pray that you know they can become the man that God has called them to be and it's not so necessary I'm gonna fix this and he's gonna become this it's just we see the good in people we're nurturers we're lovers we don't want to think that you're always gonna be an arrogant selfish (laughs) bastard so then my question is this why not just meet someone that has those qualities that you want instead of trying to meet someone that doesn't or, or has potential and try to... Because nobody has all the yeah, qualities. Nobody, so you've got to pick and choose. Right. And it's just like, you know, you hear people that are married, you know, for 20 years and you're like, oh, when I met him, he, he right. was a whore. He was sleeping around with Tr- everybody. Trust or he was... Right. And when, no, trust me when I tell you... <laughs> exactly. Trust me when I tell you, most women will tell you that in successful relationships will tell you there was some work that needed to be done on that man at the very beginning. So then it becomes a balancing act and it's like, okay, well, how much do I... Accept. Accept. And, how yes. much am I okay with accepting that he's not, quote unquote, up to par? What am I okay with working through and helping him to become better mm-hmm. with because if if every woman was like i ain't accepting nobody until they're ready when nobody and married. the thing is is we're nobody. not perfect we're not perfect either so right. how can we sit here you know there's things that i gotta work on but uh-uh, you gotta be you gotta cook you gotta clean and you gotta talk to me in a certain way and treat me and put flowers on my desk at work and <laughs> but see this is the thing though as where a man, do you draw the line where do you draw the line as kevin as a man where do you draw the line i think as a man you should have basic principles okay and uh, or, or values or whatnot that you would love to see in a significant other okay. see, see this is the thing a lot of things can change job can change right physical appearance can change mm. Um, you know, a, a lot of stuff can change, but the, the one thing that stays consistent is character. Character is what you're, is what you're left with. You can't build someone's character or develop. I mean, someone's character can evolve, but I don't believe that, that, that character is something you can but, change. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why as a woman, a lot of times what women will do is go, okay, what is his character like? He's got great character, but his credit is horrific. Or he's got great character, but he still has a wandering eye sometimes. He's got great character, but he doesn't believe in God. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so there's, there's things that women will go okay how much am I okay with dealing with mm-hmm. and how much will I like what will make me draw the line and say no 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 I have to leave because you you're not up to par in this area so that's what a woman is doing and I feel like for Yana that's what she kind of had to do once she realized that she really did have she really loved Malik because at first it was just about his physical you know getting him back to playing so that she could get her career up and going where it needed to be now that she's in love with this man she's like okay not only do I want you to get to that point but I also want you to be happy genuinely happy and and not only to help yourself but to help me as well mm-hmm. and we see that he's like forget you and goes back to his old Malik ways what did you guys think about him getting upset that Yana was you know worried about her career and his career because it seems you know his response was your career like I think he just felt like oh we're in love and it's all about me it's not about your career it's about my career what did what was your response to that okay that was another thing she was transparent with that from the beginning when she was training him right oh you're gonna uh, help promote my business or you're gonna help market I I forgot exactly verbatim Mm -hmm. what she was saying but she had made it about herself mm-hmm. from the moment they started. So I wasn't shocked at that. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously do you, she. Do you think that was wrong? 
I mean, that may have not been the best time to bring that up. <laughs> right, right, right. You that's know, what he's already The timing was horrible on that. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, I was, I, ultimately I wasn't shocked because she had showed those actions early on. And I think he probably forgot about that, I, you mm-hmm. know, because Malik is selfish and self-centered and he pro- probably remembered the only important piece, which was she's going to help me get better, period. Yeah. Not she's going to help me get better and that's going to help her. Yeah. And I, think about that. I also think in his mind, because he had told her before, you know, oh, you're going to end up sleeping me and once you sleep with me, like, he just always had, like you said, it's all about him, but I think he feels like, oh, because I'm sleeping with her, oh, because we're in love, now it's all about me. Right. Like, entirely. Like, you're in love with me, like all the other girls, it's all about me. It's not about you. And going back to that, that, that had to be the stupid stupidest thing that she had ever did is that was by far i was just flabbergasted at her decision to sleep with him right because something they were like okay well we'll just sleep once her reason the reasoning for why she slept with him i hated the reasoning that but was I, the stupidest thing ever i think it was because she really liked him they both obviously really liked each other and they probably couldn't hide it anymore and by sleeping with each other, it just brought out all those feelings even more. To all the it, girls it, that are watching, you do not need to just sleep with somebody if you want them to love you, respect you, Aww. what have you. You do not have to do that. If a man truly loves you and respects you, he will wait. He will be patient. First Corinthians says, love is kind. Love is patient. Love endures like no other. And I paraphrase that last part. But just know that at the end of the day, you do not have to spread your legs in right. order to uh, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent, but go ahead. But, no, but I really do think, I think this would have been more powerful if Malik had gotten to that loving place without sleeping with her. I think this, because exactly. then it would have been like, yo, this dude is really loving this girl. And they didn't even have sex. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like that would have been so different from his yes. character. Even though being in love was kind of a stretch for his character, for him to fall in love and not have sex with somebody, that would have been a stretch. And that would have been like, whoa, this man mm-hmm. has completely done a 180. Yep, but I I predicted this. I said once he gets back to football, he's gonna get back to the old Malik. And I tried to tell Brandon, right? I said he's only loving her during off season. I knew it. I knew it. Right. Once that that light went off, oh, I might be good to play again. Oh, I don't need this chick. But I bet you, if it was two weeks prior, oh, I'm in love. This is my woman. I'm in love. Right, Brandon. Sorry, he said he's not gonna believe in love anymore. If TV sitcom love doesn't work out with Yana and Malik, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> All right, so man, we we had a great episode. Like I'm it, trying it to, I'm, I'm just like, what else? We, this was honestly, this was probably my favorite episode of the I agree. season. I well, agree. I From think- Kelly coming back to this episode, both my favorites. And it, yes, I will say that. No, I agree. I 100 percent agree. And I, and I think the thing that made this episode just so great, you know, just, just so I guess rewarding for everyone was the whole unpredictable aspect. I right. think, you know, a lot of the other episodes, it was really predictable what was going to happen. We knew what was going to happen there. The, you know, there were some moments in there where the writing was dull. Mm-hmm. I think for this episode, the whole time I was at the edge of my seat for every scene because every scene, there was some kind of huge defining moment that was about to happen. Right. So, exactly. yeah, and part of that's, you know, because it's a finale where everything is concluded. Right. But, uh, it, it was good. I agree with you guys. I, it, I was, it was awesome. Oh, I have a question though. I forgot to ask this. So do you believe it's true at the very beginning when we saw uh, Malik and Yana looking at each other in the light, totally butt naked, looking at each other's flaws? Is that real love when you like look when you can like be completely in the light with your full nakedness and letting your partner see you? I don't think that's real love. That could just be a sexual thing like, oh, I love your body so much. Like, no, but they were pointing out flaws. Yeah, but I don't. 
I don't think that that has to. I think when you can, I think when you can be with each other naked and not desire to have sex, maybe that's more on the love. But to point out flaws, I feel like that's more of a kid thing. Like, let me see what you got in there. You show me yours. I'll show you mine. You know. You know, I think I think there's something about being naked where you just expose your vulnerability right. to everything. And I think that if you are going to be extremely vulnerable with your lover, naked is at the best time. So I thought it was kind of cute the way that they were doing it while they were both butt naked. Right. I, I don't know about the whole pointing out the flaw thing. Because um, she was trying to go I, down on him on the phone with his mom. So I'm just like, that's just raunchy. That's, that was kind of sexy. Actually. That was with so. your horniness. mother. With your mother. I'm sorry. That was horniness. That, that was it. I, I'm sorry. Your mom's on the phone. That's just that. that Guys like the together. element of surprise. But not with your mother on the phone. <laughs> that like, is kind of true. It, that's just, Especially something. if he was FaceTiming his mom. That would yeah, not have been cool. Yeah, that's just not a good look. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's so just, good. It's not cute. But it's okay to surprise her, man. Just not when he's talking to his mom. That's... Yeah, mom, dad, daughter. Yeah. How many times have y'all deleted somebody's number when you're like, I'm done with them? We have we have all done that. <laughs> Everybody has That's done that. I was that. laughing. I was and like, then, you see him scrolling down. I'm like, oh, they're going to delete. delete. They're going to delete. And you know what sucks more is when you got to put it back in your phone. Right. When <laughs> you go look through the text and see like a text without the numbers, I'd be like, oh, this is the text. Let me yeah, add this Let me just back. put it back in. I never understood the whole delete. If you truly want them out, you can block them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and then you can unblock them. I know, right? That's not that that right. It's kind of like going on Facebook and unfriending somebody and then friending them back. No, like, I think, I think the logic is okay. If you're not in my phone, out of sight, out of mind, right? And then I can't be in my moment of weakness. I can't go back to you. Let me delete the text. Let me delete your phone number. So I, it's so hard for me to find mm-hmm. you. But I think that I honestly, I think that tempts you more after you delete it. No, because nobody remembers phone numbers anymore. Yeah, like, I don't know your. I, don't, I only know my grandma's phone number. That's it. <laughs> Everybody has one phone number. Four, three, okay. Let's be real. This day, I'm sure your grandma's happy. You just announced her number right. to everybody, everybody too. Go call your grandma. <laughs> um, but anyways, no. What I was going to say is that this day and age, deleting numbers means nothing because we have social right. media. Yeah, it's no, it's true. And we know that they now it's even stuff. more difficult because so, you got to go on Facebook delete. Twitter, Twitter delete, delete, LinkedIn, Instagram delete, MySpace email delete, delete, and the cloud. Hello, uh, cloud delete. Go delete like, on the cloud. So, in other words, it's hard to get rid of stalkers these days. All right, <laughs> there's no way on earth yes. you can do it. I mean, I know because I've been trying to get rid of Kevin. Call my phone for years. Uh, and that is messy. not happening. And I'm, I'm stuck on her. I'm like herpes. Can't get rid of me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, that was weird. Yeah, uh, no Let's go to predictions. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. We'll start with Megan. Cause... So, ain't no fury like a woman scorned. Guess what? Did y'all remember that Chardonnay and Jason do not have a prenup? She's coming for that. I like the way you She's think. She's coming for that. I'm telling like you, you, she think. is coming for all of that. Jason, I'm sorry. You're about to lose your fortune. Now you can go and be happy with Kelly, but y'all about to be poor because, yeah, Chardonnay. And, I, and I'm not Money even going to be Money doesn't build a relationship. I don't, Love I don't does. care. I don't care. I'm just saying Chardonnay is coming for that. And I can't even say if I'm, that I'm mad at her for that yeah. because he did her so dirty. Um, Malik is definitely going to hurt his self, him, his arm again. And he's going to come crawling back to Yana and she's going to be a lesbian again. And this time she's going to be a full blown lesbian and she's going to be like, forget you. And his feelings are going to be hurt. Um, Tasha's bait, Tasha and Pookie are going to try working on their relationship to me, I don't think it's going to work because he still is going to have some trust issues with her. 
Um, and baby Kai is going to give Tasha a run for her money, honey. And Blue and Kira, sorry, they're not going to make it. You know, I, I would say what I predict, but then when all these things happen, <laughs> See, you guys are going to give me the ish. But no, okay, Kira and Blue, that's not going to last. Eventually something's going to happen where she's going to have some career um, obligation. He's going to be in a Super Bowl and she's going to choose her career over being with him or something. Something career oriented is going to come in the way of their relationship. They're not going to last. The engagement is off. Um, uh, uh, Jason and Kelly, I don't think are going to last either. I think that, honestly, I think Jason is just going to end up by himself. Right. And trying to figure out, you know, what he wants his next step in life because he's retired now. And just maybe, I don't know, just go on a pursuit of his. You might be right. I because like Kelly's Kelly's reaction was just surprised, but it wasn't like, I like yes, I want to be with you. Right. Exactly. It was just like, did he just really do that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, so that's what's going to happen with Jason. As far as Pookie and um, Tasha, they're, you know, I don't want to, I guess, reiterate what she said but basically i think they're going to try to work on their relationship um ultimately though i think that tasha is going to be too much for that relationship and pookie's not going to be able to endure um the wrath of tasha and rick fox coming back and <laughs> he's done he's done he's not coming back is, she knows yeah, better rick fox is done he's ex kind of like a stand-up career um oh, come on don't act like that was the worst thing you ever saw um who else who else malik oh, and yana malik and yana them, that's the only one that's somewhat interesting because I feel that she's still going to help him out physically. I think she's still going to be his trainer. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to stop, um, but the emotions are going to come back. They're going to manifest themselves, and they're just going to find themselves in a sticky situation. I don't right. know what's going to happen, but it's going to be sticky. Maybe literally if they keep bumping and grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, Fallon. I just have one prediction. I mean, you guys said a lot, and I agree with you. I just think Pookie and um, Tasha, I think they're – Lock and loaded and they're good to go. I think their relationship, they're going to endure through it all. That baby is the bond that's going to keep them together. You guys out there, let us know what you guys think. This is the finale, so we need to know your comments. What do you think about the finale? Did Were you surprised? Were you upset? Or were you like Kevin John and you just knew this was going to happen? <laughs> what do you what predict for next time? And, you know, we'll we'll see you on Instagram, Twitter, and all that jazz. You can find me at Fit with Fallon on Instagram and Twitter. And fitwithfallon.com. Where can they find you guys? As always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at MegScoop, like scoop of ice cream. And I just want to say thank you guys so much mm. for tuning in this entire season for our recaps. We enjoyed reading all your comments. Oh, we so cannot great. wait for the next season. And I also want to shout out the executive producers of the game, including Mr. Kenny Smith, for giving me an opportunity to be on the show this season. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait because I'm trying to be on season Eight. It's my turn, Megan. Ah, my turn. Go ahead, Actually, they haven't had any of the males on the panel on the show yet, so I'm letting y'all know, man. You know, if y'all need a handsome guy to fill in, let me know. All right. I'm Kevin John. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn. You can also find me on my website, it's KevinJohn.com. And like Megan, I do appreciate everybody that tuned in week in, week out to see our quarrels with one another. Also, for everyone that called me a douchebag, I love you. And it helped me grow as a person. It really did. It helped me grow as a character. And for those that, you know, uplifted me and gave me compliments, I appreciate it. Hope We're going to see you guys. You back. guys. Bye. You Bye. See you next season. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. See you next year. Those are the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.